Welcome everyone to the World World Podcast. I'm Dean, your host. I'm Scary. I'm Aaron. I was trying to go really fast and make people think that they're putting it on, on like a higher speed, but they don't have it on a higher mm. speed and be confused and it didn't work. So <laughs> today, Carrie is going to, you guys let me get away with your host, by the way. Yeah. 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 We're tired. Okay. <laughs> That's good. So right, maybe you. maybe some caffeine for you, Carrie? <laughs> I mean, we're tired of Oh, on your I host see. I see. That's so you're getting yeah. Some, okay, getting nasty. Yeah. All right. So today, Carrie is going to bring us a, a murder. No, not. It's weird. That's all I can tell you. It is a crime story. Yeah, that's right. There I knew there was some crime criminal. involved. Okay, got it. And it's a, it's a bit of a not hometown, home region. This is the area of the globe where we live. Okay. Ish, and. It happened about five years ago on March 23rd, 2015. So about six years ago. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's 2021. Yeah, okay. Well, we're going to talk about a young woman named Denise Huskins. Denise Huskins. 29 years old. And her boyfriend, whose name is Aaron Quinn. No way. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does he misspell it? That's me. He his is A A Ron. Yeah, Aaron's. Is I can accept that. I suppose I can reconcile Aaron. with that. <laughs> In case you didn't know, Aaron is named Aaron Quinn. Mm-hmm. Quinn's her middle name. They probably did. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the whole idea was to one day travel to Ireland and get free beer by showing yeah. them my notice birth certificate <laughs> and saying, "Well, okay then, you're committed." There's a harp. So. Anyhow, Denise and Aaron are both physical therapists. Ooh. They met at a work function. And as of 2015, had been in a relationship for about seven months. I don't know if they lived together or if, if they were just at Aaron's house and Denise was, uh, just happened to be there. She had a drawer, let's just say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're talking. Maybe, But it's yeah. getting pretty serious. I, I'm not quite sure. But this is on Mare Island. Okay. Ooh. In Vallejo, California. Former um, naval base. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Everything like n- newspaper articles and uh, things call it a suburb of San Francisco. It is not <laughs> really a suburb of San Francisco. It's a fair distance. It's yes. a suburb of Six Flags. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, at 3 a.m., intruders broke into their home while they were sleeping. Oh. They were woken up with bright lights shining in their faces. And there was a man in their bedroom. They could hear other people downstairs, like opening cupboards and, you know, walking around and stuff. And the man in the bedroom told Denise that he left zip ties at the edge of the bed. She was to get them and use them to tie up Aaron's hands and feet. Is there anything more terrifying Mm -mm. scenario than... Yeah, I'd just be like, fuck you, bitch. I'm not going to do shit. Would you? Yeah, and Would they'd you be really? like, uh-oh. Well, She's hey, dangerous. I dare a bitch do something like, yeah. I'll fight them. Fight them to the death. Well. You I'm, weigh 90 pounds, so I'm going to exactly. go ahead. So and they'll be like, this. what the fuck? And I'll come at them like a little spider monkey. Yeah. And they'll okay. don't want what to do. You got to out crazy them. That's so they true. just get scared and leave. That's well, true. that actually is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. However. Well, now that we've helped everyone with self-defense. Yeah, when you're 90 yeah, pounds, it's, it's your only option. Yeah, that's true. He... The intruder in their house calls Aaron by name. 
And he says that he has information about him. Like mm. he knows where his parents live. He knows financial details. He, however, thinks Denise is somebody else. Hmm. He thinks she is actually Aaron's ex-fiance. Charlize Theron. Don't, I don't yeah. remember what her name is, but or if I ever even knew it. But So at first, the intruder seems a little bit baffled, and I guess he decides to go on with his task. He's weird. He's courteous and complimentary, telling them they're doing a good job, yeah. I guess being good victims. He puts blacked out swim goggles on them, and then he puts them both in closets, but he puts headphones on them that are playing soothing music and pre-recorded messages giving them instructions. You guys are doing great. Now mm-hmm. just lean over. Cool. No, that, that's extra creepy. They <laughs> had a uh, like a blood pressure cuff, so they were taking their blood pressure, asking <laughs> them medical history kinds of you questions. You you said he and they. So are there more than one person? Is there more than one person in the mm-hmm. bedroom right now? Okay. Well, I don't know because Denise and Aaron don't know because at this point they have um, blacked out swim goggles on. Yeah, but you said. But they have heard multiple people. Okay. They heard people downstairs. But as far yeah. as uh, but you said so far, there's only one person in the bedroom right yeah, now. Yeah, and they've only heard one person talking okay. to them. He so he may he probably has like a boombox downstairs with noise of people like ransacking a house just to make him, them think. He's part of a gang. Well, I'll tell you what's going on downstairs no, in a minute. No, I like my idea. Just okay. stay with it. Just, just you know what, change it to fit my what I just said. Well, the reason why they were checking their blood pressure and stuff is because they were going to give them a concoction to drink, Oof. and they kind of just wanted to make sure it was going to be safe for them. Presumably, That's, they didn't want to kill anybody. This is a super laxative. This oh. is the world's worst hoax ever, the most oh. violent hoax in the history of hoaxing. It was actually a NyQuil-type oh. drink. To make them sleepy. Okay. It's nice. Downstairs. It's nice opium. Mm-hmm. Liquid opium. Delish. Well, downstairs, they were marking off a section of the house with red tape with instructions for Aaron to stay within the tape lines. Fabulous idea for a murderer or like a kidnapper would you just scare them. Do a chalk outline of a body near them and say, that's going to be you if you don't do exactly what we say. That'd be terrifying. You just point to one. They'll be like, they don't use those anymore. And you'd be like, shut <laughs> up, you're going to die. Like, <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there because it, sound, it seems like that would be pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Well, in addition to marking off the area of the house with red tape, they put up monitoring cameras. Oh. So okay. that they would be able to to monitor him after they left, oh, okay. and told him if he didn't comply with their instructions, they would hurt Denise. First, they would tase her, and then they would cut her face. Hmm. Oh no! They took Denise and put her in the trunk of Aaron's Toyota Camry, and then they drove away, leaving Aaron uh, in the closet, presumably asleep. From the NyQuil. Sure. And then uh, while they were still on Mare Island, they switched Denise into a different car, and they left Mare Island with the morning traffic, and then they switched her to another car before driving her about three hours away. Aaron wakes up the next afternoon. It's like sometime after 1 p.m. That was a pretty heavy dose. Yeah. You wanted to make it sure. With instructions not to contact the police, 
not to move out of the taped area and to wait to be contacted about ransom. Hmm. They left him with his cell phone, obviously, and also Denise's cell phone, and he was instructed to text her work and tell them that she would be unable to come in for a few days, and obviously his work too. They worked at the same place. A few days. That'd be a pretty alarming right there. This is going to take a few days. That's yeah, not good. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, then that also, if you trust them, well, which, why would you? But yeah, maybe that means they're not going to kill you. Well, still. So Denise, after they drove her, he drove her about three hours away. She, what, they kept her heavily sedated most of the time. She was put into a bedroom. She said she tried to talk to the kidnappers and talk about herself so they'd see her as a human being. The kidnapper told her... You can't say kidnapper and kidnappers. Is she seeing more than one person? No, she can't see anybody. Okay. And only one person's talking to her. Okay, that's... Yeah. So the kidnapper tells her that she and Aaron were good people and they were <laughs> are good people and didn't really deserve what was happening to them. Wow. Nice. Well, he's trying just to buck her up, you know, make her like, feel better about being sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, this is just as bad for me as it is for you. He probably uh-huh. said something like that. Like when rich people take pictures with like starving people in the background. Oh my God, that's really sad. <laughs> Goes back and they're like jet. <laughs> well, he told her that he had been having a hard time in his life. And she decided to tell him about an earlier assault that happened to her when she was younger, kind of thinking that maybe he would not want to victimize her again, mm-hmm. knowing that she had already been assaulted once. She was wrong. Uh, mm. no. Yeah. He it's raped her and videotaped it, yeah. saying his gang was making him do it. <laughs> and then later he said his boss said the video didn't turn out good enough, so he had to do it again. Oh, my God. And that this time they had to kiss. And Ew. it was because they were planning to use it at, against her, the video against her, making it look consensual, and they would post it all over the Internet if after they released her she reported it to the police. Okay. So this was going to be leverage over her to not report it. Yeah. In the meantime, Aaron, back in uh, Mare Island, was given instructions to get two payments of $8,500. The kidnappers had told him information that they had about his bank accounts and credit card accounts. How, how much? Eight, two pence of how much? 8500 85, okay. So $17,000. Okay. And so they knew how much he could get, you know, like they're not going to ask for a million dollars because no. they would not be able to get a million dollars from him. And they, they wanted him to split it into two withdrawals so it wouldn't trigger any bank reporting requirements. Okay. Nice I think it's $10,000. Mm-hmm. And he was instructed to say he was buying a boat if anybody asked him what the money was for. <laughs> I'd like to take, take out $8,500 and buy a boat. Uh-huh. Nothing. The fuck? So when he woke Cash. up, he had to decide, do I do what they told me to do or do I call the police? So he decided to call the police. Yeah, you always call them. Call their bluff and say, suck a dick, bro. Say, I'm white. I can get shit done. (laughs) You don't know he's white. Aaron Quinn can be (laughs) not white. Okay. 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 Aaron Quinn. Aaron Quinn and Denise Huskins. Denise Huskins. Yeah, they're pretty white. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, he called the police 
And he was also pretty sure they were going to be suspicious of him because, you know, the boyfriend is always the suspect. But they were very suspicious of him. Yeah, well, you know what? One thing right away they think is like, really? You can get 17K. This is a supposed gang. They're pretty well organized. Mm -hmm. They're going different vehicles. This is not a super cheap kidnapping. Yeah. And they're getting $17,000. I mean... You think they go after someone, and and they know they have inside information on bank accounts. You think they go for someone who can get a hundred thousand dollars? Well, that was part of the reason why the police were very suspicious. Although, if you're going to fake it, why would you say seventeen thousand dollars? You would say no. You yeah, but the police are going to know how much money you have. So, right? If they think Aaron Aaron can't say they wanted fifty thousand dollars, if he's faking it, he's he knows how much money he has in the bank and. Well, I know that. Okay. But I point? don't know. Okay. Because your point is, it sounds silly. It does sound silly. It sounds yeah. silly from the kidnapper's point of view. I know. Okay. So if you're faking it, you would not make it sound silly. Who's you faking it? Are you talking about Aaron faking it or yes. the kidnapper faking it? Okay. Yeah. If Aaron was faking it, he would try and to not make it sound silly. Yes, and my response to that was that if he's saying they know how much money, the police are going to find out how much money, so he can't say they asked me for $50,000 because yeah, they know true. he can't get it. Yeah. Not if the dude's dumb kidnappers. Yeah. yeah. Who's just have bluffing to, yeah. about it. He'd have to change his story, though, yeah. Or he, he, if he's faking it. They also have information about his parents, so mm-hmm. they could presumably, you know, you could get somebody from your parents, too. Yeah, maybe they thought he was rich because his parents were rich. Well, they apparently yeah. didn't because they're only asking for $70,000. Because <laughs> so. it was real. It yeah, because it was real. Anyway, the police... Were very suspicious mm-hmm. of Aaron, firstly, because they thought he took, why did you take so long to call the police? Well, they drugged me. Mm-hmm. I've been asleep for a long time. I he, was napping. He voluntarily provided blood samples to prove that he had been drugged. And they took his clothes. He checks for, he checks for NyQuil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I think they could. could they? Yeah, of well, course. Actually, no idea. Maybe so, not if it had worn off by yeah, then. I don't know. I don't so know. They took his clothes. They took his, but also I don't think he knew what he was drugged with anyway. Yeah. But so they took his clothes and they put him in an interrogation room and they questioned him for a very long time, like eighteen hours. Jeez. Yeah. Eventually, and it probably didn't take them too long to tell him they didn't believe him. Wow. They mm-hmm. basically told him they thought he killed Denise, and. And that if he continued to lie, they would paint him as a cold-blooded murderer. So they're terrible cops. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, oh, no, I'm sorry. Just cops. Uh, it's already implied it. that they're terrible. Jesus. Yeah. And they took his phone and Denise's phone. Then on March 25th, so two days later, mm-hmm. the kidnapper tells Denise he's going to let her go. How much later? Two, two days. Two, oh, 48 two days. hours. Okay. okay. He's going he's gonna to release her, but he's going to take her to her hometown in Southern California. Hmm. So he knows her parents' addresses. Her parents are divorced, but they both live in the Huntington Beach area in, in Southern California. He drugs her again, which he's kept her pretty groggy the entire time. Mm-hmm. Drugs her again, puts her in the back seat of a car, and drives her b- about 400 miles to Huntington Beach, and then uh, gets to her father's neighborhood and lets her out. And she has the goggles over her eyes. And he, you know, she hears the car door open. He lets her out. And she still has the goggles on. And he tells her, you know, 
when you hear me drive away, you can take off the goggles. She doesn't know where she is. Mm. And she's thinking, I'm going to get shot, you know, Mm. as soon as they let me out of the car, you know, she expects to hear a gunshot and she hears the car drive away. So she takes the goggles off and realizes, oh, I'm right by my dad's house. So uh, her dad's not home, but there's a gardener out doing some yard work. So she asks the uh, gardener if he has a cell phone. (laughs) And so she borrows his cell phone and she makes a couple calls. I think the first (laughs) number that she dialed, she got voicemail or something. Later, the gardener will tell the police that she was very calm, made a couple calls. He couldn't hear exactly what she was saying, but, you know, heard her talking. Presumably, she called her parents. And so she gets into her dad's house, and then she calls the police to tell them, you know, what had happened. Well, they were then, the way they were talking to her was more like she was a suspect than a victim. Hmm. They weren't treating her like a victim either. This is Huntington Beach, please? No, I think she called Vallejo. Really? Yeah. Or maybe she called Huntington Beach and then they connected her to Vallejo or whatever because that's where the crime had happened. Okay. So the Vallejo Police Department made arrangements to fly her back up to Vallejo. And in the meantime, that was, you know, probably going to happen the next day or whatever, she happened to call a family member who had recently passed the bar exam Mm. (laughs) and kind of for advice because... You know, she didn't like the vibes, yeah. the way the police were talking to her. Vibe check, and it wasn't yeah. good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Why don't you come back up to Vallejo if you get what? You know, why don't you just carpool with your kidnapper, air quotes, something like yeah. that. Yeah. They're pretty terrible at their job. And no, none of the articles or anything I've read has said as much, but I imagine she also would have t- called Aaron and talked oh, to I Aaron. I think so, yeah. Yeah. But I thought they took his cell phone. They did, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So this... F- Family member who had recently passed the bar told her, don't talk to the police. Yeah. You know, you should get a lawyer. If that, you know, if you feel like they're treating you like yeah. a suspect. That, that, you have to admit, that's an incredibly suspicious thing to do, though. Yeah. You're, you're well, a no, kidnapping victim. You can't victim. trust the cops in any way, shape, or form. But also, if she talked to Aaron, and Aaron, you know, Aaron's if she telling talked to Aaron, her. Yes. Yeah. If she talked to Aaron, absolutely. And I then Aaron he, says, they yeah. think that uh, I did and killed you. And... Yeah. yeah. Then she'd be weird. If she hadn't talked to Aaron, they just got a vibe. That's, yeah. That seems like a... Like I said, nothing said that they had talked to each other, but how could they not have? I would think. You know? Oh, they also... Uh, so she didn't show up at the airport. She didn't get on the airplane. So obviously, this made the Vallejo PD even more suspicious of her. And then it was reported that she was missing again. Hmm. Why? So, because they she reported didn't show that? up. Yeah. So they reported yeah. her missing. Yeah. Well, well not officially like to the police, but yeah. they, but they actually reported it in the media. Yes. So someone must have told them that. About nine thirty on the night that Denise was let go, so less than twenty four hours after she was let go, the police held a news conference where they called the case a wild goose chase wow. and a waste of public resources. A Vallejo Police Department captain. James O'Connell said Denise did not act like a kidnapping victim. And because uh, they've helped so many. Yeah. (laughs) And if you see video of this online, there's also a 2020 episode about this. It's Lieutenant Kenny Park, 
Kenny oh, Park. You can yeah, you can just yeah. choke on a right fucking there. huge dildo. I hope Why it's so you? long it touches your little asshole. You fucking freak. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, why? Wow. Check and serve my ass. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. Why Lieutenant Kenny Park was chosen yeah. to give public statements to the media <laughs> is a good question to well, be asking. Well, yourself. Really think she's a kidnapping dummy. He's like. But anyway, barely out of puberty. Yeah, his public statement said they perpetrated a hoax, they had plundered police resources, and that the police department would be pursuing criminal charges against them. Wow. I like plundered. I think Mm -hmm. Kenny has a thesaurus, and Mm -hmm. he knows how to use it. I'm proud of him. I hope he shoves it up his fucking asshole. Okay. They had told Aaron. Touches his teeth. Okay, we got it. (laughs) The police told Aaron that uh, they believed he concocted the kidnapping hoax, so that he could be on reality TV. How many episodes of the real life had he been on by then for that to justify their theory? And they offered both Aaron and Denise immunity for whichever one of them would give the other one up first. Wow. Which, obviously, neither one did. In fairness to them, I mean, obviously this is a ridiculous jump to a conclusion, Mm -hmm. but... There, there is. That's not unheard. It looks there. very weird. I mean, it, yeah. they, there, there were some, some weirdness about the kid. Again, the seventeen thousand dollars is very strange. The mm-hmm. length of time it took to report is very strange. Her lawyering up after she's found is, 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 from their perspective, can be seen as suspicious. However, there were some red flags there. Not, not again. They, they, they should have been in investigation mode, not yes. in blame. Yes. immediate blame mode. And Aaron had are... reasonable answers as. To why he did, yeah, why he, he did. waited. I was drugged. Yeah. Why seventeen thousand dollars? I told you they had information about my bank accounts. They knew how much money I had, it's, it's or how much money I could get. We've talked a lot about how police tend to have tunnel vision. They tend mm-hmm. to form. Usually, it's in the form of person X is guilty, and it goes from from investigation into who did it into purely an investigation to prove that person X who we think is guilty is guilty. Yeah. And in this case, their immediate tunnel vision landed, sounds like almost immediately yeah. on this is a hoax it and was. everything mm-hmm. is just confirmation bias from that on. Yeah. They couldn't well, do the nearest black person so they just had to do them. <laughs> yeah. um, Plan B, hoax. The other thing is, kidnapping for ransom that is, is really not a thing rare. anymore. In the United yeah. States, that's almost unheard yeah. of. Kind of ended so, with Patty Hearst, I yeah. feel. I mean, this isn't. Yeah. This isn't. I don't know. Let's just say Brazil, uh, where Brazil. some other countries is, is still fairly common. But in the yeah. United States, you just it's so rare. You just don't get mm-hmm. away with it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, reporters at the San Francisco Chronicle started getting emails from somebody claiming to be Denise's kidnappers. Hmm. And I mean, it literally was like kidnapper kidnappers at gmail.com. So it, <laughs> oh wasn't, it wasn't gmail.com. Oh they were some sort of... AOL.com, I'm thinking. Ooh, yeah. No, they were like anonymous um, type Serv- email sure. servers from different countries and stuff. Oh. Yeah. Triangulate signal. Yeah. Dot Russia dot DTV. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That it, I didn't write down where they were, but um, I don't want to give anybody ideas. Oh, Albania. <laughs> Never but, mind. But anyway, they knew what they were doing, and they knew how to, to uh, cover their tracks. But so anyway. Kidnapper69 at AOL.com. Uh-huh. So in these emails, the writer claimed they, that they had kidnapped Aaron, and they were very upset <laughs> that the police thought it was a hoax and that the police were being unfair to Denise and Aaron. Because actually, they let Denise go without getting any ransom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are... 
Which, of course, makes you wonder if, if it was ever about ransom. Yeah. Or well. more about rape. Yeah, well, uh, uh, so these emails, long, weird, with the history of this criminal ring. They were young, college-educated men who thought of themselves like an Ocean's Eleven team. Oh, good God. Of mm-hmm. gentlemen criminals who only took stuff that was insured from people who could afford it. And, and commit rape. Wow. Okay, so yeah. you're not no, just gentlemen pussy. criminals, assholes. So, I saw too many Brad Pitt movies. <laughs> yep. Well, they claimed there were three of them doing this kidnapping for ransom thing and that they had been part of a car theft ring but they wanted something that would bring in more money so they can basically retire from their lives of crime they wanted some big paydays like seventeen thousand. well three people can retire the mayor island kidnapping was a training exercise got it it. to test their means and methods that they would then use on higher net worth targets okay so this was Test and training. Do they know that higher net worth targets tend to have a little more security mm-hmm. than uh, Denise and Probably. Aaron? Probably. Okay. They or, wore, or not, or they did not know that because that's not training. I'm sure they did. They wore, I'm going to go pit, pit Major League Pitching by uh, getting into a Little League game with 14-year-olds. Okay. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not buying it. They wore full-body wetsuits to decrease their chances of leaving DNA. So they'd they also seen Point Break. Okay. Mm-hmm. They also exfoliated. Do they have Nixon masks? Oh my they exfoliated. God. So they also saw Agatica. Moisturized. Okay. I don't know what movie that's from. Probably lots of them. And wore hairnets and balaclavas. So they saw seen Bob's Burgers. So they're I nice, believe. slippery and wet. Yep. They said they did this for current forensic techniques, but also. <laughs> oh no! You know they saw. They saw. Uh, oh shit. Um, Bones. The one in Bo- the one in Boston, where Mark Wahlberg. Kills Matt Damon. At, oh, I just spoiled it, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, the Departed. The Departed. Yeah, yeah. Oh. He comes in. And he Mark, Matt uh, again. Spoiler alert, everyone. For if you haven't seen The Departed, but it's too late now. So just keep listening. <laughs> so where he he drops his groceries off, and Mark Wahlberg's a cop, just walks out of the den or something, and, and he's got like booties on and a hairnet and like a medical guy. And, and Matt Damon knows what he's doing right away, and he just shoots him and kills him. Yeah. So that's what they they, yes. they had just seen The Departed as well. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, sorry for the spoiler. So this this was also for current forensic techniques, but also for more advanced techniques in the future. They thought, this is what they thought the future forensic know. techniques would be, like vacuuming up everything from a crime scene and then being able to isolate, amplify, and sequence every piece of DNA because there's, you know, people drop dead skin cells yes. all over the place. Yes. And so that they would be able to, you know, suck up, the dead skin cells of everybody that had been in that house and then compare it to a mandatory government universal <laughs> DNA database. So this is early MAGA mm-hmm. paranoia cult. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if something like the first part is yeah. in the not too distant horizon. No, I'd love to think there's enough genetic material on like little dust things. But I, I mean, know. yeah, you know, if you can get it, yeah, skin cells are, you're always shedding skin cells. Mm-hmm. But he also said that none of them had any convictions that that would require fingerprints or DNA and file, and that also none of them had any relatives who had. Mm. So oh, they're thinking get match back then. I guess was that a thing in 2015? No, I didn't think so either. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I don't know. Maybe it was. Huh. I don't know. I mean, they weren't doing genetic. I don't think they were. I don't were think doing... so either. That was that's fairly new. Yeah, the last two or three years. I know. That, that, at least pu- publicly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. Um, 
he did have a weapon, and but in the emails he reveals that they were fake guns, square guns, spray. They were like like um, super soaker kind of guns. Gee, okay, oh my God. they're big red with little uh, pump action. Spray so, I mean, super soaker cat piss. Spray painted black, spray painted. and they duct taped strobe lights and laser pointers to them. On onto them so that, okay. you know, in the dark, they saw, Denise and Aaron saw, yeah. you know, little red dots in the room and okay. stuff. So uh-huh. it was scary. They were scary. I would, yeah, except when you got closer and you saw it's a super sucker. You, you heard right. the water sloshing <laughs> around. <laughs> As they're running by. And the pump action. <laughs> yeah. It's a well, nerf. the writer of this email gave information about his team saying that the one who went with Denise became very sympathetic to her. Mm. And he called it a case of reverse I was just going to say that. Reverse Stockholm syndrome. syndrome, yeah. 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 And that uh, he had wanted to let her go and abandon the plan. Kind of did. Yeah. He was amazed that uh, when he showed Denise a news article about her abduction, she was more worried about how her family was doing than she was. And she also asked what time she would get back on Wednesday and whether it would be in time for work and wondered what her boss and her patients were thinking about what was going on. So they were just very, this kidnapper, the reverse Stockholm syndrome guy, like, she cares more about other people than herself. She's such a good person. Let's not kill her. Yeah. He said, quote, by the strength of her character, Denise more or less broke up a professional kidnapping for ransom ring before it got off the ground. I'm not sure how professional it is, um, but it's, (laughs) she still, she did a good job. He also wrote, that he thinks God put her in their paths to stop them from committing more crimes. Okay, he is not going to be a good kidnapper. Yeah. Yep. say that right now. Basically, they were shamed and guilted into yeah. stopping. I don't think those are good qualities for kidnappers. That's just yeah. me. And then he included a link to a photo-sharing w- website with, quote, corroborating photos. Oh. And they were photos of the fake guns, cameras, equipment, gloves, zip ties, a blood pressure cuff, and burner cell phones and things that um, from their little car theft ring, like license plates and mm. equipment for that kind of stuff. And then a bunch of items stolen from other Mare Island homes hmm. in, in robberies because they had done oh, a bunch of robberies too. Okay. And these things uh, would be identified by victims hmm. later on to corroborate Denise That's actually pretty, I was going to say, because otherwise the police are probably thinking, oh, well, it's just Denise yeah. and Aaron mm-hmm. putting this to make themselves look like it was a kidnapping. But once you, unless yeah. Denise and Aaron are a burglary <laughs> awesome. team, yeah. then yep. it's, it's real. And the Vallejo police eventually do confirm these, the break-ins where mm. these things were stolen from. But what if Denise and Aaron are a burglary they team? Could have been. That would be genius. Karen and I think of becoming private detectives. Yeah. We've been thinking serious about this. And maybe, burglars. Well, maybe now, I'm just thinking, maybe <laughs> now we become burglars. And both. I don't know. I'd rather yeah, be private we could be both. detectives. Let's be both. I'd be too scared. Okay. We, we could burgle people and then get hired to solve the burglary. And I don't know how that's going to help. We'd them, always recover their items, but never the perpetrators. Yes, that's it. That's it. Uh, some <laughs> of their items. Let's not be stupid about Nobody's it. Nobody's ever going to catch on. Yeah. Also gave a picture of the room where Denise was held, he said, taken while she was in the bathroom with her prescription glasses on top of the dresser. 
And then a picture of a logo they created oh, and put God. that they put on any materials given to victims saying, keep quiet, be noble, and bear your own suffering or your family will. Dun, dun, First dun. of all, worst slogan ever. It's just yeah, too long. It's not zippy. It's not, it doesn't yeah, have any impact. no ring to it. Second mm-hmm. of all, what's, does it have a physical logo? You know, is there a swoosh? Is there anything here? Is there yeah, I would have liked a K that with scene. a circle around it, something. I mean, I don't know what it looked uh, like, but I didn't very see Very disappointing. Their logo and sloganering is yeah. disappointing. So then that was sent to the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Then on March 30th, they sent an email to Lieutenant Kenny Park threatening him if he didn't issue a public apology within 24 hours of receiving the email using the words, We were wrong. Or something very similar. He said he would release a lot of personal information about Officer Park to the wow, public. Who are these people? Home address, social security he's numbers, etc. Mm-hmm. Anyway. He also gave the Vallejo Police Department the address of a grow house <laughs> and told them where a drug dealer lived, said they had stolen an envelope of what they assumed was drug money, but that he must be a fairly low level drug dealer because I think it was like a lot of one dollar bills and stuff. <laughs> it's a strip club. Hey. It's a strip club buys drugs? <laughs> well, not one dollar bills. Yep. Well, in this email to Lieutenant Kenny Park, he said they have done a lot of wrong things for the wrong reason, but if forced, they will do the wrong things for the right reasons. Okay. Meaning, tell the police that mm-hmm. Denise and Aaron were innocent. And then the These next are day, the most altruistic kidnappers mm-hmm. ever. And then the next day, shortly before the 24-hour deadline, he sent another email talking about the public apology, but also making an offer to turn himself in what? if the other two kidnappers would be given full immunity wow. and if they agreed not to pursue any other criminals in their supposed crime ring. That's a hard no. And with lots of details about, you know attorneys and you know how they would go about turning himself in and all that kind of yeah, stuff. That's not gonna happen. He says they will break no more laws. <laughs> One of the, swear. Yep. <laughs> One of the kidnappers had already been quote done in. The other one what does that has, mean? I don't know. Is he tired? The is other he one tuckered? has had a mental breakdown. <laughs> God, he's the worst. And that he is the writer is yeah. spooked and looking over his shoulder and that he'll probably have to go off the grid and do nothing but read for the rest of his life. This is what happened when three guys used to write on Reddit a lot, decide to do something in real life. <laughs> yeah. This is not, it's not healthy. Well, he was going to have to go off the grid and do nothing but read for the rest of his life? Yeah. Or leave the country and teach English. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm weighing my options. I don't know. Yeah. And, and if, I go, if I do B, what country do you recommend? Any ideas? <laughs> I'm thinking the Caribbean. So basically for four months, so after March, April, May, June, July. Wait, March, April, May, June, July. Yeah. So for Kira four just months. figured out calendars, by the way, right here live. On. <laughs> Denise and Aaron, because there were lots of news stories about this. Yeah. I remember it. I remember distinctly. When it happened. And I honestly, my first thought was, because you only heard the police side, was like, yeah. Yeah. It probably is a hoax. It probably Because this was how long after or before? Obviously the. After. Uh, it was after. That's yeah. what I thought. I'm not saying what it is. I mean, I yeah. imagine you're going to bring yeah. it up in a second. Okay. But not much after. Okay. So for four months, they were basically called hoaxers in the media. The public sentiment was very much against them. In fact, their employer wouldn't talk to them wow. because the police had basically told 
their employer that they were lying. The police refused to turn, return their cars to them or even their driver's licenses. Yeah, that's just evil. Yes. Mm-hmm. On, there's no legal grounds for doing that. Oh, well. They're not charged with a crime. Let me tell no. you. Wait until you hear about the other things cops do that they have no legal grounds to do. <laughs> yeah. Then in June, in Dublin. California, is, this is yeah, make sure. Yeah, okay. not Dublin, Ireland. Mm-hmm. Dublin, California. It's the not, mayor. not too far away. How far is Dublin from Vallejo? Probably, that's probably 40 miles. Okay. Still in the same, the greater Bay Area. Yes. The greater San Francisco Bay Area. Yes. But this tells you, well, never mind. But <laughs> in, in June, yeah. there was another home invasion, Ooh. very similar to Denise and Aaron's. This time, the woman was able to get free and call the police saying an intruder came into their bedroom in the middle of the night, shining bright lights in their faces, trying to restrain them with zip ties. And she said her husband was struggling, fighting with the intruder. So while that was happening, she was able to get away, lock herself in the bathroom, Mm. and call 911. And her husband did get in a scuffle and, you know, ended up getting hit on the head. But... He might call that more than a scuffle, but I'm just, uh, go ahead. Well, but the intruder ended up fleeing. Mm -hmm. So the couple, after they heard the intruder leave, they came out of their bedroom and they found a cell phone that didn't belong to either one of them sitting Mm -hmm. on a cabinet in the hallway. And obviously they turned it over to the police. The home screen on the phone was locked. Yeah. But here's how the police were able to figure out what phone number was on that phone. You can call 911 from the lock screen mm-hmm. without okay. unlocking it. Yeah. So they called 911 and asked the dispatcher, what's the number uh, of this phone that called you? Then oh, yeah. they go to Verizon, and Verizon gives them the name and address of the person whose phone that is. And... That person, so the owner of that cell phone, their physical description did not fit the physical description of the... Um, Attacker? The, yeah, the intruder. So it's probably stolen. But the address was a home in Orangevale, okay. Sacramento area. Mm-hmm. So they go to that address, and there they find a woman who says, oh, that phone actually belongs to my son. His name is Matt Muller. Uh-oh. And he told me he lost his phone earlier that day or the day before or something like that. Well, Matt Muller... Mom just turned him over. I guess you'd have a choice. They're going to find out who he is, obviously. Yeah, and she also didn't know. Oh, maybe... Maybe they yeah. found his phone. Oh, that's probably Matt, Matt come on oh, down. Cal's found phone. your phone. Okay. What are those zip ties doing in your hand? Okay. Well, she said her son, Matt, d- doesn't live there. He stays primarily at their home in North Lake Tahoe. Oh. Hmm. They got some cash. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt Muller... And they live in Orangevale? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, Why? What's Orangevale like? Fan- fantabulous. Well... It's okay. I mean, you know, they could have bought the home, both the home in Orangevale and Tahoe in 1970. Okay, but now I sound like a snob, so we have to get this out. You are a snob. Um, Anyway, they obviously look up this Matt Muller character. He had been a subject in a burglary 
criminal threats, robbery, and attempted sexual mm. assault. Wow. Okay. Investigated by the Palo Alto Police Department, mm. but no charges were ever brought. So he, he's odd. He's working in the Bay Area. He's his parents are are in Sacramento area, and he's even further away in North Lake Tahoe, where mm. his home base is, because he's working in the Bay Area. That seems strange. What, what do you mean working in the Bay Area? His his criminal activity is in the Bay Area. I'm assuming he's the, the kidnapper. Yeah. And so That's uh, what you do. You never do it in your hometown. Yeah, you do. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Almost everyone does. Well, <laughs> That's yeah, because they yeah, they're terrible. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um well and the Lake Tahoe area was within the area where they had traced calls that came into Aaron's phone from the kidnappers, which Aaron wasn't able to get to presumably pay the ransom because the police had taken his phone and put it in airplane mode. So so he took her to North Lake Tahoe, didn't he? Yes. Initially, because that's about three hours away. Yeah, exactly. So they call the Tahoe police and... Probably Truckee, there's no Tahoe police. Well, whatever. (laughs) They give him the address and everything and they go... They find nearby a stolen Mustang convertible. And it's a that stolen car was mentioned in the weird email that was sent to the San Francisco Chronicle talking about their whole, you know, car theft ring that they started out yeah, doing. Yeah. And so the police then go to the Tahoe house. Very easily they're able to arrest Matt Muller. He gave up without a, a fight. And they get a search warrant, and they search the house and the car and find a treasure trove of evidence, Hmm. including Aaron's laptop, a GPS programmed to the Huntington Beach address where where he dropped her off. He's just not good. Swim goggles covered with duct tape. You get rid of these things, Matt. I know. It's just not. It's almost like he wanted to get Mm -hmm. caught. Some fuck probably should have never done it in the first place. Should have just been teaching English. Yeah. Somewhere. Swim goggles covered with duct tape that had long blonde hairs stuck in it. Denise had long blonde hair. And then a a painted toy gun with the flashlight and laser pointer. So he didn't lie about that. That's nice. (laughs) That's good. So now Denise and Aaron are basically suddenly exonerated. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck. All of mm-hmm. you, and this is June still. So this is it's it's been about three months. Uh huh. Okay. So let, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about this character, Matt Muller. He's from Sacramento area, Orangevale, probably. That he probably grew up in that house where his mom was. After high school, he joined the Marines, where he was stationed in Okinawa from 1995 to 1999. Came home, went to college at Pomona College. Is that Claremont Colleges? Is that part of that? I'm assuming you don't mean Cal Poly Pomona. No, I don't think so. It's like Pomona College. That's, yeah. Okay. Near there. It's SoCal. I think it's affiliated. I'm not sure, to be honest. Yeah, I I think so. Well, Pomona College. Mm -hmm. Then, Harvard Law. Harvard Law? Yeah, only the best go there. (laughs) He was at Harvard from 2003 to 2006. Got his JD. Wow. And then uh, was admitted to the... California Bar in 2011 and got a job for a San Francisco law firm doing immigration law. Hmm. He had gotten married somewhere along the line and by 2015 uh, things for him had kind of gone off the rails. He hmm. was uh, His marriage was ending. He was getting disbarred. Really? Mm-hmm. What for? 
Um, like, I don't think he was doing a good job with clients and then like he was supposed to pay a client back like like twelve hundred dollars and because he didn't do what he was supposed to do and he he was ordered by the bar to to pay it back and he never did wow damn yeah twelve hundred bucks to lose your law degree with your harvard law jd that's just not thinking yeah he said he was diagnosed bipolar in 2008 that he had gulf war in illness and problems with psychosis. Okay, well, no. From yeah. what? Being Plenty of people do, and they don't do that exactly. shit. So that's not an excuse. Well, his mental health um, issues might have contributed to why he wasn't a successful lawyer. You know, he was sure. having problems with his job, but no, it's not an excuse for no, becoming yeah. a criminal. Not. So he was charged in federal court with Denise's kidnapping because, you know, the FBI got involved i guess are they involved in all kidnapping yes okay aaron said he believed if denise had not gotten released by the kidnappers he would be in prison 100 percent. wow because he's probably right yeah he probably is right so denise wait say again aaron yeah said he believes if the kidnappers hadn't let Denise go. Oh, I see. Yeah. That he'd be in jail, he'd be in jail he'd for be murder. Jail. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because Probably. Comes or, well, or at least he'd be, I mean, there'd be, little, there'd be no evidence because he didn't do it. So yeah. there'd be no positive evidence. So he may not be in jail, but he'd be under heavy suspicion mm-hmm. by yeah. the police. No, I think they'd still yeah. find a way because I, I do they too. do it. Well, uh, Denise and Aaron times. were happy that the truth was coming out, but they were still furious with the Vallejo PD. I would, what is it, libel? When people defamation, defamation, I would sue every dumbass bitch that like made a Facebook status or just for <laughs> defamation because y'all is they proved mm-hmm. it wrong, bitch. Like exactly, uh huh. I'd say pay me, bitch. I'd be getting <laughs> rich as fuck. Kenny Park is in is in probably going to be on the end of a lawsuit. I'm assuming and the LAOPD so. for sure. No, they probably gave him a raise and a promotion. It's like, good oh my God, job, buddy. You guys are both right. Uh-huh. Oh, no. I'll get to it when I get to it. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Um, basically, they felt the police didn't do their jobs to protect the public, obviously. <gasps> yeah. They mm-hmm. also never got a public apology. And, and the so police. That's just douchey. I'm sure there's a lawyer going, no, you can't apologize because lawyers are, yeah. Know, whistled, I'm looking for dicks. I mean, they basically but, stood by their statements, not necessarily that it was a hoax and they were lying, but that based they, on all yeah. the information they had at the no, time, abs- no. you're you know, wrong. You're absolutely wrong. Yeah. They haven't changed. They were still wrong. Based on, on a super incompetent mm-hmm. interpretation of the evidence you had in your time. Yeah. I was an excuse it. And they were especially angry that because the police had taken Aaron's phone, he wasn't able to receive instructions from the kidnappers about the ransom. And I mean, the police put it in airplane mode. So the police weren't even able to get, you know, they, because they just assumed she was dead because they suck at, well, I mean, their job is to be awful to the public. So, Hey, they're doing it. (laughs) So like, uh, but I, I, like I said earlier, there were some suspicious parts of this, but again, that, that puts you, the police into, open-minded, we're not sure what's going on mm-hmm. here, doesn't to immediately, you know, publicly stating that right. there's a murder. That, that was, so no, they have no leg to stand on but also, for their reaction. You would think they would give that cell phone to some officer sitting yeah. at a desk. You watch that phone. The minute it rings, yeah. 
you answer it and pretend to be Aaron or whatever. No, that would mean they'd have to admit that they're wrong, but they could be possibly, and then the other people could possibly be right. Well, and and they're not going to do that. And they could have traced the call in real time, as opposed to afterwards in June. Oh yeah. The, those calls that came into Aaron's phone came from that general area in Tahoe. So anyway, theoretically, if Denise hadn't been let go, they had the means to figure out where she was with Aaron's cell phone or the area where she was, right? Yeah. But they yeah. they didn't pursue it because they didn't believe yeah. there were really kidnappers out there. Yeah. So but they just, uh, yeah. You still do that. It's yeah. not hard, right? I Isn't know. just seeing where the proverbial uh, yeah. ping is coming from. We know why. Right? There also happened to be two other similar cases in 2009. Hmm. So six years earlier, one in Palo Alto and one in Mountain View with very similar details. The first one was in September 2009, a masked intruder broke into the Mountain View apartment, handcuffed and bound a 27-year-old woman, claimed he was only there to do identity theft, so (laughs) demanded her... Demanded her date of birth, her mother's maiden name and social security number, and asked questions about her computer and DSL line. Put blacked out swim goggles over her eyes and sedated her with NyQuil. And then on October 18th, a nearly identical home invasion was done in a Palo Alto apartment of a 32-year-old woman. And in both of those cases, they also threatened to rape the women, but didn't. Hmm. So four days after the first attack in September, Matthew Muller had been stopped in Palo Alto in the middle of the night after someone reported seeing a suspicious man leaving one apartment building and walking into another. So the police found him, stopped him. He said he was an immigration lawyer, and he talked his way out of the stop by claiming he was a visiting scholar from Harvard teaching a seminar at, at Stanford. Detectives discovered that he had a connection to the first victim because she had attended a policy panel organized by him at Harvard the year before. So, and so she's out. So he, this is he's a brand new lawyer in San Francisco. Yeah. Palo Alto, Mountain View are both in the Silicon Valley, and they're near San Francisco. Yeah. So he's probably lives somewhere down he there. He wasn't actually even admitted to the bar yet because okay. remember that was 2011. This is oh, 2009. Yeah. Oh, so he's he still going to Harvard? Probably he's just back home or whatever mm-hmm. for the okay. Yep. And I don't know. Maybe he was he he did teach at Harvard. I don't know what he was teaching, but um, was it law before bio. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Ceramics. maybe, I mean, is law school just like graduate school where you... I don't know. That you, yeah, we do doing TA stuff. I have no idea. I don't know. Probably. I haven't seen how to get away with murder in a hot minute. <laughs> so. <laughs> so at first, he agreed to be interviewed about those crimes, but mm. then he lawyered up. Mm-hmm. And then two months later, he disappeared. He was still married at the time. He left a note for his wife saying, I'm going completely off the grid, no phone, email, credit cards, etc. So please do not try to track me as it will only draw attention. Hmm. And then while he was gone, he wrote her a second message saying, I have problems beyond my mental health. I live in terror most of the time and can't keep up appearances any longer. And this is perhaps the least extreme thing I can do to resolve it that does not also expose everybody to criminal liability. Yeah. He so he's, like a been, lawyer. he's been bent for a little while. Yes. Two days later, he called her from Utah, and she went and picked him up. Okay. 
But I mean, they had the means to identify him as a criminal. And what did they do? He disappeared, so they just, well, he's gone. Whoopsie daisy, he's in the wind. I guess we don't need to talk to him again. The Palo Alto Police Department determined they didn't have enough evidence to charge him with anything. Hmm. So, bringing it around to something you were alluding to, Dean. The police didn't believe Denise, she thinks, because she wasn't bruised and beaten up. As uh, an earlier movie, I think... I think it was released movie. earlier in 2015, Gone Girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> where a woman, Rosamund Pike, faked her own kidnapping, but actually beat herself up. Yeah. Right? Didn't she like hit herself with a hammer? Oh, and yeah. Stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did do some damage. Yeah. So. And then she did terrible things to Doogie Hauser. Well, Denise believes they didn't believe that she was a victim of kidnapping because she wasn't. She hadn't been beaten up. She didn't have any physical, you know, she probably had marks on her wrists and ankles and stuff. And I think she had like lines around her face (laughs) because she had been wearing goggles for two days. But, but she also thinks if she had been beaten up, they would have accused her of doing a gone girl, beating herself Mm -hmm. up. So she said she didn't fight back and struggle with them because she was trying to survive. And also she wanted to, preserve her own dignity you know she thought she was going to die and she didn't want to die being a you know screaming crying mess basically yeah which is fine i mean she said yeah fuck all y'all two middle fingers up eyes she's closed. it yeah. she's a little more she's calm she's collected yep yeah oh this is that she had she had seen the movie gone girl about nine months before her ordeal so i guess it was in uh yeah. 2014 that it was released yeah. so she said the police didn't think she acted like a good enough victim. The Vallejo Police Department did send both Denise and Aaron identical letters, separately but identical, apologizing for the comments made by the police department at the time. But basically, we apologize, but we weren't wrong. You know, we were following the information we had at the time. Which, Not good enough. I want yeah. money. That's <laughs> it's, what like I back. it's like an Alfred Alf- plea yes, apology, exactly. basically. I sent back an invoice. Okay, nice. <laughs> That's cool. Gongo well, actually wasn't the case I was thinking of, by the way. Oh, it wasn't. What were you thinking Sherry of? Sherry Papini. Oh, mm-hmm. well, Sherry Papini was way after that. As I thought. Yeah. Okay. Papini. Yeah. I don't. She was like, wasn't she like 2018? Wasn't that actually like that? I, I'm not sure exactly, but, but Sherry Papini was uh, you know, a true hoax napping. And well, uh, see, so I wasn't a, sure if that, I didn't think it happened before 2015, but no, I don't so think they, they so gone go was the context in which they were, that made them suspicious. Yeah. Yes. Bro, don't they know it's fiction? Fiction. Good yeah. fiction. Great book, by the way. Exactly. Book better than movie. Sorry. Snob. I made uh, my wife watch the movie. I've never now seen it. Now she thinks I'm going to gone girl her. <laughs> <laughs> now she's legitimately worried. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. Yeah. I'm you sure don't want to see Ben Affleck's penis? Because you can. Uh, not like, lot, very no. briefly. You can miss it. Yeah. Without even trying. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the investigating uh, officer has a great name. Detective Matthew Mustard. Oh. It's a good name. Is he in Clue? The game is yeah, not? Yeah, okay. he should say. be. Where's Detective Peacock nearby? <laughs> well, he received the Officer of the Year Award later that year. The, mm. the guy who arrested? Mm. Well, he didn't arrest him. I, but but yes. he led the investigation. Yep. Good yep. God. Tons about The why? most incompetent investigation of the year goes to uh-huh. Matt Mustard. Come on up here, Matt. 
Uh, but both Detective Mustard and the public spo- spokesperson, Lieutenant Kenny Park, and the city of Vallejo were named in a civil lawsuit by Denise and Aaron Denise. for defamation and emotional distress. And in 2018, they settled the, the city settled the lawsuit for $2.5 million, but they still refused to publicly admit they were wrong. Jesus. Yep. That's I'd say icky. no, that's a condition, I would say. At eight trillion or two million and a public apology saying your pee pee poo pee butthole faces who don't know what they're doing and yeah, actually make them literally use that language. Yes, yeah. I'm t- and this is a quote poo butthole faces. Any deviation will result in a ten trillion <laughs> ask. Well, if you saw Lieutenant Kenny Park, you could imagine you can envision him saying Let me guess red little butthole face. Poo poo buttholes. Really? Okay. Yeah. He's not the most well-spoken. No, but he's a spokesperson. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, they made these to think about having spokespeople who are not also police officers. It's not the same skill set. Yes. It's not fair. What skill set? Being rude to people of color. (laughs) Okay. Denise and Aaron still believe that Matt Muller did not do this alone, even though the police believe he had no accomplices. They said, like I said earlier, they could hear people doing downstairs doing stuff downstairs while he was upstairs with them, which they think was, you know, somebody setting up the cameras and yeah. taping off the thing. And yeah, yeah. So. It's possible. Yeah. It's not certain, though, because. Did they move furniture? I don't, maybe. In, in every other way, he's alone. He's the only one she ever sees. That's very. I, I know. Honestly, if I had to take, if, I, if you made me come down on one side, I'd say he did it alone. Yeah. I think he did yeah. alone, too, but. But I don't know. Yeah, I think he did it alone because obviously he's a big pussyhead because he keeps like doing anything he can to say like, oh, it wasn't me. I didn't do that bad thing. He, and so he wants to like spread out the blame to these other two imaginary friends that like maybe also that's, yeah, did he it. Didn't have any, that's another yeah. thing too. He's, he doesn't, I mean, I would think it would not be hard to look into his background and find out who his associates are. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, he, like I said, he was charged in federal court and he pled guilty. He was sentenced to 40 years in mm. federal prison. And then he was charged by the state of California for six felony charges, including kidnap for ransom, forcible rape, and false imprisonment. And he decided to represent himself. Oh, his last case. Because he could not afford no. a good lawyer. No. And he said... His parents were like, we're not putting money, yes. good money after bad. Sorry, bro. He Bye. said, I did not plead guilty in federal court because I'm guilty. It doesn't mean I did it. Oh, good. But he's, now he's just so, been a dick. We were, for, first, we were rooting for him earlier. Not the rape part. But the part about he was trying to get, get them you know, exonerated. Mm-hmm. He was going to... He put the, the, the stuff on, on YouTube or whatever that was. And now he yeah. has to do this shit. He has well, to lawyer up in the purest sense of the term. Somehow, some way, and these things seem to happen a lot, but he managed to get married again after his arrest. That happens all the time. There's just a huge group of women out there who are ready to marry any convict. What is happening? Yeah. The more notorious, the hey, better. Hey, that, I, I mean, that, I think that says a lot about the pickings of men out there. I suppose. You know? <laughs> that's fair. Less about that's the fair. women. Richard Ramirez, the nice stalker, is, yeah. a, is a better get than a lot of men out there. Is the, that the ones I've met okay. out there. In the wild? Well, think, why do you think I'm a lesbian? <laughs> His wife. Really? Is that why? Because <laughs> yeah, you took I, a shot at like, men and you found them wanting. I was like five years old and I was like, no. 
Well, his wife has known him since before the kidnapping, and she says she still loves him and stands by him. <sighs> and Jesus. she has told reporters and stuff that she doesn't know of any partners. That uh, he yeah, had. I don't think he had. Hey, any people still yeah. hang out with Chris Brown. So yeah, yeah, not sure. I don't I think know. He had any partners though. I it, I bet you he didn't. Yeah, I kind of tend to fall on the side that they, you know, he did it all alone. He he may have said something. But, you know, people down there getting mm-hmm. shit ready, so just shut up, I'm going to zip tie you, blah, blah, blah. And that puts yeah. the thought in their head that there's yeah. people down there. It could have been anything. Yeah. But they think they like, because you know when you can hear somebody walking in your house, mm. they say they heard people yeah. walking around, but yeah, there's, you never know. There's so you many like know. white noise videos mm-hmm. out there. There's probably <laughs> like people walking around the apartments <laughs> around you at 24 hours, he, chill all, music on YouTube. Also, he, um, th- I if I... You didn't go into too much detail, but in the other cases, the Dublin case, in the cases, there's no indication he was with anyone. No. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. He was alone. Yes. Well, he has given an interview with the TV reporter, and he said that he would agree to plead guilty to the state charges if Denise and Aaron would give half of their settlement to an innocent project to help people wrongly convicted. Denise and Aaron go, mm, go fuck yourself. They're not the ones who should be paying yeah. up. It should I be know. the cops. And I don't know if that's his way of kind of insinuating that he was wrongfully convicted. You know, he's in prison for something he didn't do, which of course he is. What a dick. So I now I don't like him. Before, yeah, we were on his side. Well, I I looked him up to see what whatever happened with this state case if he was convicted or you know he he's already in prison for forty years for the federal case, but as of right now he is in a mental health facility. So he is basically presumed incompetent to, insi- to assist with his defense. Mm. So the case is pretty much on hold until they deem him competent really? to stand trial. Yeah, That seems silly. Yeah. Well, this guy is suited, sedated up because he said some creepy shit to someone. Right. And he like, can still yo. be tried. I mean, he should be tried because you're going to lose that evidence is going to get staler and witnesses, all that. The whole, the whole reason you don't want to wait too long to try someone is... All those things are in play here. It's all here. the same case as the federal case. Still. So. But Lily, uh, yeah, I think Lily, they can't dry him. They can't. No. Yeah. no. Well, I really, think they should. Darn it. Yeah. And Denise and Aaron have gotten, in, have gotten oh. married. They invited all of their attorneys and plus ones to their wedding. And That's Kenny funny. Park. <laughs> Not Kenny Park or Colonel Detective Mustard. Mustard. I and would invite them just yeah, so to I. have a trap door into a, pie, <laughs> into a pool of live eels. <laughs> Denise still gets horrible messages on social media really? from people thinking she faked her kidnapping. Yeah. Why are people and such assholes on the interwebs? She basically has PTSD over it. And, she, you know, it's still horrible for her when she mm-hmm. gets mm-hmm. those. Well, Denise, we're on your side. Messages, I'm very mm-hmm. much on your Clearly side. Clearly, we're I mean, the, I I don't know where they live now, but I mean, you have to presume they were forced out of their community. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. but then I'd go to. back and sue for defamation and just go on a they did a they tour did, yeah. around this the, <laughs> wherever it is, like blasting. I don't give a fuck about. You with like both little <laughs> fingers out of the car, yelling at everyone, say "fuck you, fuck you" by name, and then just like skirting out of there and like. Or they can just else. take uh, take the two point five mil and go try to rebuild their lives somewhere else, and take the high road, Aaron. Maybe the high road. Oh, uh, that's the high road. Uh, I don't think. So. You, don't yeah, because so. mm-hmm, it's called being very right, or whatever portion of the two point five million they got after the, the taxes. Fees yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. So that is the story. The not hoax napping at yes, all. Yes, it was not a hoax. Mm-mm. So now, so interestingly, you brought up the Sherry Papini case. Yeah. That, this case is why the mm. sheriff department I in the Sherry yeah. Papini case had to take it seriously yeah, even or had to knew. publicly say they yes. were taking it seriously, even though everybody who heard the details about that case had suspicions that yeah. it was it fake. was bullshit from the day. I, yeah. yeah, I remember that. I, was, I remember that. I remember the sheriff mm-hmm. just being really circumspect, almost like almost like blinking like a prisoner of war. Like I don't mean what I'm saying. Yeah. They f- clearly S- hoaxed it, O-X. but we're sure investigating this as a serious kidnapping. Yeah, I remember that. And they still have never come out and said one way yeah, or the other. They won't. They don't want to lose two point five mil. Yeah. Even though it's that, in that in the Papini case, there's no question. Yeah. They hoaxed I it. mean, there have been no. Re- no arrests, no yeah, that's too bad. viable suspects, no, you know, the two Mexican women with bandanas over their yeah. faces yeah. or whatever. Bandanas. That's gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, right that didn't it's like it's this is bandanas and hoodies. It's yeah. The worst thing. Um, and apparently full body wetsuits. Full body wetsuits. <laughs> yeah, she missed that. Swim goggles. That was weird. Obviously a hoax. Swim goggles. Just I mean, I guess. He did put some thought into it. I'll give I him that. He put tons of thought into yeah. it. He's got some gumption, some mm-hmm. good planning skills. Too bad he's a criminal and yeah, a very bad just one. Sounds like obsession. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I honestly doesn't. Did he? I wonder if he ever really intended to get money, or did, I guess he did. And and when he's saying that the guy who was talking to her had Stockholm syndrome, he's talking about himself, yeah, obviously. I, in yeah. That's the case. And yeah. So that and may he, be what happened. Yeah. I mean, he did call Aaron's phone. With the instructions. Yeah, so I guess he probably did. But nobody got those calls because his phone was in the police department in airplane mode. Well, thank you for that, Carrie. Well, you're welcome. It's an interesting story. It is very interesting. Ripped from yesterday's headlines. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Any other comments, folks? Nope. Okay. No, really don't abash the police anymore a little bit. You still got um, one more chance well, going, going, gone. Okay. They only care about protecting property, Mm. not human life. Facts. Check it out. I mean, you got to admit. You get those kind of proved this year. In this case, no question. Absolutely true. That was proved this year, and this is a popular opinion. Let's (laughs) go. Well, thank you for listening. Um, Carrie, tell me the use. You can find us at weirdworldpodcast at gmail.com and on Facebook and Instagram and weirdworldpod on Twitter. She's good. Yes, I will tweet this. I've tweeted. I tweeted last time. Yeah, I know. Good job. One for one. I got a string going. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye.